0: Welcome to Being You 365. My name is Sandra Troutman. I am your host, and welcome to episode 14. I am very happy to say that a couple of weeks ago, I found my inspiration. When, you know, sometimes things happen in your life that kind of give you pause, and you have to gather yourself and kind of get it together. Well, that's where I was, uh, towards, I would say, towards November, December of 2020. Um, so when the new year started, you know, I kind of went through the routines of doing certain things, but I just wasn't inspired. And it wasn't until recently I started to get my mojo back. I started to get my inspiration back. And if anyone knows me, I'm a, I'm a very bubbly person, always smiling, you know, ready to crack a joke. Um, and so now I can see myself coming back to myself and it just feels good. The first thing that I did when I felt uninspired is I went to my creative space, my studio. And that really brought the whole thought of inspiration home to me because I remember the day before I actually decorated the studio, the planning that was involved, I thought about the different affirmations that I would put on the wall to remind me of important things that I found valuable in terms of confidence, you know, self-esteem, my black is beautiful, things like that. And then I thought about how I would furnish the space. And something that was very important to me was to reuse the furniture that I already had in my home. I wanted it to be authentic. I didn't want to buy furniture just for the sake of, you know, having it in the studio. I wanted to reuse Furniture that I already had that already had meaning to me for the studio. And then I thought about the paint color, the choice. I wanted something soothing because whenever I become frazzled, things that soothe me are soft music, warm colors. And so I wanted something that had a, that had a soothing tone. in terms of color. And I thought back, what inspired me at that moment? And the inspiration was to create an environment where I felt safe, to create an environment where I can unleash my creativity without criticism. You know, we have people in our lives with good intentions who want to give us feedback, who want to give us, you know, objective feedback. And and sometimes it sounds like criticism or critique. Um, And I think there's a place for that. But in my studio, I wanted the freedom to make mistakes. I wanted the freedom to keep testing certain things out until I get it right. As we go through life, there'll be times where we have to remind ourselves of why we're here. We have to remind ourselves of what's really important. I remember at one time in my life, I thought that being passionate about something was enough. I thought that if I put enough energy and had enough passion behind something, I would be successful. But what I found is that passion is an emotion. You know, you're passionate about... relationship. You know, the newness of a relationship, you can really be passionate about that. You can be passionate about, you know, a sports team because you're a fan of that sports team. But again, passion is an emotion and that fades. After the feeling fades, where are you? I realized that my passion wasn't enough. And so then I draw on my purpose. And that's where it makes the most sense for me to live in. I need to live in my purpose. I can't live in the passion because that burns out like a flame. But when you live in your purpose, it's more meaningful. And then you can draw on those things that remind you of your purpose. And those are your inspirations. I remember when I was in college, I had an aspiration to become a singer. I wasn't passionate about it, but I really wanted to do it. And I had an opportunity to audition for a girl band being put together by a r person out of New York. Um, I, made the, I made the girl band, the girl group. Um, we went to New York. It was four of us, four four of us in the group. Um, I was the least experienced of the girls in the group, but I remember them practicing for a song that we were all going to audition for. And everyone was practicing. I was so starstruck of one, being in New York, being put up in a hotel, um, just the whole experience that I forgot to really focus on the song and putting together some vocals for the song. And so I remember all of the girls having their, you know, their lead track, they're ready to go. And the A&R person came to me, was like, all right, Sandra, it's your turn. You know, get on the mic and give us your rendition of what you would do. And y'all, I blew it, I really did. I don't know what I was thinking, but yep, I blew it. I wasn't passionate about it. I enjoyed the experience, um, but that wasn't my passion. Needless to say, years later, I see one of the girls. One of the girls has a hit song, Monifa. Um, She has a couple of songs out. Then another one of the girls, Free, was a host on 106 Six and Park um, off of BET, on the BET network. And then I started thinking back to myself, I said, well, if I had taken that opportunity more seriously, where would I be right now? And in my heart, probably be in the same place because singing is a joy to me, but singing in a group wasn't my passion. That didn't inspire me. It excited me. It did not inspire me. As an adult, now I see that my inspirations come from helping people. So coming back to my inspiration. So as I'm walking around my room, starting to get all of these memories starting to flood in, it hit me. I was focusing on the wrong thing. I was looking for inspiration from the things that I had in the house instead of thinking about how My actions have helped others. That's what inspired me. That's what started to get the juices flowing. The minute that I took the attention off of me in terms of I needed to be inspired, the minute I changed the focus to how can I inspire others, the weight was lifted off of me. The need to control, the need to be the one the receiver of the inspiration, that was holding me back. The minute that I said I wanted to inspire others, I felt free. It ignited something in me, it ignited a feeling of, yeah, I wanna do something significant for someone. And the focus shifted. We need to be very careful. And I'm saying this because I'm going through it right now. We need to be very careful when we talk about the word inspiration. Inspiration is a dynamic thing that happens. You can't control inspiration. When I say I need to be inspired or I'm looking for inspiration, that is an acknowledgement that there is something external that's going to trigger an emotional response in me for me to do something. I can inspire myself, but the motivations are external. So I should have said I needed motivation to push through. I needed motivation to get the juices flowing. I've realized that there are so many things that are happening in the world that are beyond... Me. The minute I take myself out of the equation or the minute we take ourselves out of the equation, enable ourselves to get out of our own way. I remember when 2020 ended, I had asked God for a number of things, as I always do, things that I wanted, things that I needed, and even things that I wanted him to deliver me from. I was getting in my own way. He was starting to make things happen. And then I started to try to shape him or try to shape how things were supposed to be by, by interjecting myself when I needed to take a step back. Have you ever asked God for something and now he's trying to give it to you and you find yourself getting in your own way? You asked God to deliver you from something, and now he's moving people out of your life, but now you're crying about it. This is called the process. You can cry about things in which he blessed you for. You can't cry about the way that God has blessed you. You can't cry about the things that you've asked him to take out of your way, and he's moved it out of your way, and now you're whining about it. I did that. I asked God to deliver me from a lot of things, and He did. And then I found myself whining and crying and saying, but I didn't mean it this way, you know, trying to shape the way that God answers my prayer. I didn't mean it that way. If you haven't figured it out yet, you and I are not in control of this. One of the things that I said that I would do in 20, to really just focus on improving my communication and making myself more intentional. If you know me, you know that I am a control freak. I have some anal retentive ways, nuances, where I like things a certain way, Um, but I've been making a mess of things. I've been trying to do, trying to undo things that I should really just let it happen. And so for this new year, I'm literally going to let things happen. I'm not going to push. I'm not going to pull. I'm not going to prod. I will follow up per my plan. I pray hard for things to happen for God to to, to shift the atmosphere. You know that song, Shift the Atmosphere? What I really needed to do was to let go and to let God. What I really needed to do as well is to stop trying to predict how God would bless me and then try to counteract that with the way that I wanted him to bless me. I've learned that I can't outsmart God. (laughs) You've probably learned the same thing. We cannot outsmart God. If we continue in the way in which we live our lives then he will continue to show us that we're going in the wrong direction it's called free will but then once we mess up that's when we say Lord help me come on God we can't do that I had to tell myself to shut up and listen stop talking I had to let go and go through the pain process in order to trust him. I remember there was a situation where I was talking to one of my friends, and as I was trying to make my point, I kept getting cut off. I would start a sentence and bloop, I would be interrupted because you know, she thought she knew where I was going with that conversation and try to take me there, and that's not where I was going, and, and that really irritated me when we're always interrupted. You know, you want to say something and someone just cuts you off and you're just sitting there like, oh, are we there yet? No, because that's not where I was going. That's how it is when we're trying to steer God in our direction instead of letting him steer us in his direction. You know, he's sitting back like, boy, does she get it yet? That she don't got this? And until we figure it out and until we let it go, we're always going to make bad or poor choices. I once heard that God uses people to help us in our destiny. Each person that we meet will play a role for a specific time frame in our lives. People will build you and will shape you into the person that you need to be at that time. You become who you are by the way you interact or react to those people in the circumstances in which you find yourself and those people. Your value and your worth should not be determined by those brief interactions. We are going to meet people that are going to have an impact in shaping who we are for a specific time frame. When we meet someone, that person's span of control or span of influence in our lives is only for a short time. Those interactions that you have with that person helps build you. So if the person is tearing you down, God is trying to show you how to be strong and to elevate your worth, elevate your self-esteem, elevate your confidence in the midst of that opposition. That person who's coming at you is coming at you, not just because they're there, but because they're there to build you. Take every downfall and turn it into a rise. We should not break every time something goes wrong in our lives. Use that as a force to catapult you into another level of self-worth. God will use people to move us in a place where we can only rely On him. You can tell when you've inspired someone in the field that I'm in. um, As I create my designs, I'm starting to see similar designs, similar use of techniques that I've used in terms of where I place my logo and so forth. And you know what? That's great because you can tell people are paying attention. Without words, people are paying attention. When you inspire someone, you've penetrated their thoughts. Now they're starting to see things differently. That's why inspiration is so critical. We have to be creative. Photos can be photoshopped. Designs can be lifted and reused. Techniques can be copied. But your uniqueness, where those inspirations come from, that's you. There is so much value in understanding your worth because that is unlimiting. You will not be held back. As a creator, as a designer, I will be impactful to my customers. And of course, there's a fine line between inspiration and copyright. I become inspired when I see things you know, in magazines, in art, and those things are powerful for me because they get my thoughts going. As we inspire others, or as you seek things to inspire you, you have to draw from within. And that's your uniqueness. That's the you And this flows into the whole concept of being you, doing things based on your skills, your attitude, your aptitude. What's birthed out of you is based on your aptitude, your likes, your dislikes, what you find interesting. And that's what I love about the art of designing. You never know, but as you start to look at the world, everything becomes an inspiration. Flowers are my inspiration. Animals are my inspiration. Patterns are my inspiration. Love is my inspiration. Heartbreak is my inspiration. Life is my inspiration. Never be afraid to express yourself. Your uniqueness is your strength. Being you is your superpower because no one else can do what you do. No one else can be like you. And that's the, that's the power of being you. You bring your own skills to the table. We learn new skills in life, but what you bring, no one else brings. The way that you see the world, no one else sees the world like you do. The way that you love, no one else can love like you. You have to be able to value your own worth. There's a lot of people that have a lot of great words, a lot of great things to say in social media and they're not doing crap. It's just a post. Don't get caught up on that. What I do is what I do. What I've earned is what I earned. Who I am is who I am three different things. I am not my job. I am not my bank statement and I am not the friends that I associate with. I am who God has called me to be and how I'm living my purpose. Find your inspiration. Remember, your inspiration is between you and your soul. Others can do the same thing that you do, but no one can do it just like you remember your uniqueness is your superpower that is what is god given to you god bless i hope that you enjoyed this episode of being you 365 and again please follow us on social media we have an instagram account being you 365 and we also have a facebook page i look forward to hearing from you in the future Take care. Bye-bye.